Welcome to the Winning Drive Podcast, where Parkland USA employees discover the tools, strategies, and resources to increase safety, productivity, and success. Here's your host, Ben Fanning. And welcome back to the show. You know, hazmat is just too important to ignore, and we must continue to revisit and focus on it because there's just too much at stake. You may know a lot about hazmat today, but you're sure to pick up even more helpful strategies in this episode with Mark Liebersback, Regional Transportation Manager for the Northern Tier Rock. You'll discover the most common hazmat mistakes made by drivers and how to address them. Enjoy. Hey, Mark, welcome back to the show. We're going to dig in today to hazmat regulations. Are you ready for this? Sounds good, Ben. All right, let's do it. So what is hazmat? So in general, hazmat is the shipping of dangerous goods for commerce, either on interstate or interstate highways. All right. And so what does every driver really need to understand when it comes to hazmat? Because I suspect there is a regulation book probably that's giant that could not even fit into probably one office uh, or one truck cap with this. Let, let's boil it down to just the nuts and bolts. What what do they most need to understand? Uh, so we did a study last year for the Northern Rock of what our hazmat compliance violations were. And we found that 80% of our violations were tied back to documentation, shipping papers, and placarding. So our big takeaway from that was placards, making sure that we're displaying the correct placard for mm-hmm. the product that we're hauling and documentation, making sure that we have the correct shipping papers, uh, making sure we have our emergency response guidebooks, um, all the required documentation for the loads that we're carrying. We felt that if we can get those things under control, which most of them are uh, minor infractions and are in, well within our area of control, that we can make a big uh, leap forward in our compliance. Yeah, I really, first of all, thanks for boiling those three down and making it so straightforward to understand. And I love the fact, it reminds me of the Pareto principle, right? The 80-20 rule, you know, and it sounds like of all the infractions, right? There are three misses. So, and the beautiful part that you just t- mentioned was that, hey, these three misses, everybody are in our control. My goodness, right? There, there are things that we, that we can control. And so one of the things I got to ask you, what in the, why in the world are these placards so darn important? Well, the general motoring public, uh, they need to know when there's dangerous material on the highway. So those placards, um, not everybody understands what a 1203 or 1993 and such represent, but mm-hmm. they do recognize that the placards, they may say flammable, corrosive and such. And the general public should really give those vehicles a little bit more space. You want, don't necessarily yeah. want to be close to a hazmat load or cause an incident. Yes. I know from my experience on the road, I try to stay away from them <laughs> for sure. And you're right. You know, there, there, there's a, there's an adage of the, uh, a picture is worth a thousand words or in the case of hazmat worth a thousand numbers because <laughs> every, every hazmat deal's got its own numerical classification, right? And I can say that the general public doesn't really have a clue unless they're in the business about it. And so by having those pictures and having it sound the right one, 
you're sending a warning to everyone else. Hey, stay away from me, right? I've got yep. a load here that you don't want to be be around. Yep. And then they're also, of course, important for emergency response. So if you oh. have an incident and you have fire department show up, they'll know those numbers. They'll know what they need to do and how, what precautions they should take and such. So that's another reason that placarding is important. We are looking for drivers. Know a safe CDL licensed driver? Refer them to Parkland USA, and if we hire them, you'll get an employee referral bonus. Bonuses range from $1,000 to $2,000, depending upon the rock and the need for drivers. Please spread the word and let your dispatcher or people and culture manager know of any potential leads. You are listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Now back to the show with your host, Ben Fanning. So when's the time that you were able to avoid a close call related to hazmat? Um, I can't speak to a specific time when I avoided a certain or close call. I just think that the general awareness, uh, being aware of the situation and the loads around you. And that's really, I guess, all that I can say about close calls I've ever had with hazmat. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you probably heard of a few out there too. If you've, if you've heard maybe some examples out there of that, or where once a time when something really went south, on a hazmat load, maybe you heard about in the industry. Uh, so, yeah, over the course of the years, I mean, unfortunately, we've had trucks that have been in accidents. Uh, we've seen mm-hmm. other customers' trucks that have been in accidents. So whether it's a rollover or collision yeah. of fixed object and such. So um, we had an incident here probably a couple of years ago where we actually had a truck start on fire that was oh. hazmat loaded. So mm. Um, the driver luckily was able to get the fire under control with the fire extinguisher and Great. actually put out, but the tank itself on the truck, the aluminum tank melted. Uh, we didn't have a product release, but wow, it was a very close situation. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen, right? Uh, we want to minimize that and we need to be able to respond quickly and kudos to the driver there for responding and the rest, everybody else to keep it from becoming a big incident. I mean, that's, that's a huge part about understanding hazmat and having the right documentation, the placards, because I suspect in that situation, the placards are on there. People knew what was in there. They could respond accordingly and keep it contained. Fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what a, what a, what a, what a, what a great win there. Um, so wrapping this up, what should a driver do when they have a hazmat question? So if a driver has a question about hazmat, uh, they should talk to their local transportation manager mm-hmm. or their branch manager. Um, if we don't know the answers ourselves, uh, we'll find out the answer. We use a third-party company that helps us with our compliance so they can research the answer for us. But one way or another, we'll find the answer out and get them the correct answer. Beautiful, man. It's nice to have a support team, right? When you're working at Parkland USA, you've got a bunch of people you know, including Mark backing you up out there on the road. And I think, you know, it, drivers probably don't enough take advantage of the support network network they've got. So if you've got questions or concerns or, uh, you, you know, you, you've got some great resources here. And so uh, la- last thing, Mark, what did I not ask you about hazmat that I should ask you? Or what's a, what's a parting thought for the drivers out there? I think just those basic things of, you know, be aware of what you're transporting, make sure that you're visible and 
uh, placard incorrect and shipping papers, making sure that they're in the correct posi- places in the door panel of the truck. Um, they're basic, simple things, but sometimes complacency, we just forget about them and end up getting potential roadside violation for them. Uh, worst case, we could have an actual incident and not have uh, documentation in the correct places. So, Fantastic. A great parting thought. Avoid complacency. That's one of the great things about these podcasts episodes is they're going to, you know, just reminders for all of us about what to pay attention to and where, and where to put our focus. We can keep rolling in a positive direction. Thanks for coming on the show, Mark. Thank you, Ben. Your health matters. Sitting all day isn't great for our health and incorporating physical activity into your day helps counteract that. Our motion program is open to all employees and literally pays you to walk. You earn free money by walking a certain number of steps per day. This money is applied to your HSA bank account and can be used directly to pay for any doctor's visits, prescriptions, or anything else you'd use your health insurance for. The maximum amount of money you can earn over the year is $1,100. Many of our employees have lost significant weight, gotten healthier, and even slept better since they joined Motion. Reach out to your dispatcher and people and culture manager for information on how to get started. It's that easy. Thanks for listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode soon.